And I feel like it's wrong for people to say that, to start complaining about all the riots and the looting. And they complain about it more than what's happening to Black people because they're focusing their energy on the wrong things. Something has to change now. That's how I feel. I feel like I have more to bring because of my background and being Black. It's more than just the color, my genetic makeup. I think it's like the experiences and the culture that I've been afforded that that make me have that extra, that edge as a Black woman. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Unite's podcast series, Interactive. In this first episode, we are happily joined by Marilyn Flowers and Haley Thomas-Turner to talk about their experience as Black women on IIT. Please note that their experience may not be representative for all Black students on campus, but we hope that it gives you some insights and just something to think about. My name is Marilyn Flowers, and I am a second-year ITM major here at IIT. I'm specializing in software development. I am from Chicago, born and raised. Um, I'm a commuter. I'm a second-year biomedical engineering major here at IIT. I'm from Kentucky. Like, I was raised in Kentucky all of my life, and then I moved here. I took a gap year after high school and lived abroad for a year, and then I came to IIT. During my senior year of high school, this woman came and I was invited down to the computer lab and I actually found out that she was part of an organization that gave out scholarships to African-American students. So that was kind of where I first got a taste of like, oh, there are scholarships out there for me. And I talked to her and she did say that they had like STEM scholarships. And at the time I was highly considering, and you know, I still am becoming a software developer, a software engineer. And so that's basically where I started, you know, my search and applying for scholarships. And another time was when one of my counselors had called me to their office and they told me that because of my outstanding achievements and who I am as a person, they considered a scholarship um, opportunity for me. And I actually won that scholarship. So that's good. And it helped me a lot. So reminiscing back on my senior year of high school, I can say that I I did have a lot of scholarship opportunities and I had a decent amount of financial aid. It's just all about, you know, doing my part to participate in these little sessions to get the information that I need so I can apply for these scholarships. With IIT specifically, they offered, um, they were like one of the many, one of the few schools that I looked at, they had free tuition waiver. So I was going to go to a school in Kentucky, but then last minute I changed my mind. And that was kind of daunting just because, um, you know, with financial aid and everything, I wouldn't get in-state tuition. But the cool thing, IIT off doesn't um, change the tuition based off of where you're from. Everything's the same. And then on top of that, they have a free tuition waiver, not tuition waiver, a free um, the application waiver. I think that was really nice. It, it helped the whole entire process be so much more smoother. I didn't have to worry, like, where am I going to get this money? Because while when it, whenever I applied, I wasn't in the United States. I was still abroad. So I was like, I was living on limited funds. And so that was, that took a toll out of me because I applied to other schools too. And so I was like oh you know all these application fees and I was like what am I going to do but with IIT it was really nice you know 
being a senior in high school and applying to college, it's a new experience. You have never done this before. They will tell you, look for scholarships, but honestly, you won't know where to look. But luckily, my high school did have the right opportunities for me. Those um, two opportunities did like kickstart my search and it, and therefore encouraged me to pursue my career. After those opportunities, I felt like, yes, I could pursue my dream career as a software developer. I really didn't feel that disadvantage because there are scholarships out there for everybody. But, you know, everybody knows that one section on the scholarship form where, where they ask you, what is your race? And right there, I felt like, okay, they have two options for me. I can identify myself as Black slash African-American, or I can put prefer not to say. And it was at that moment that I was like, okay, what do I do? Because in my mind, I felt like if I put down that I am Black slash African-American, will that put me at a disadvantage because they now know my race? or should I not identify myself and feel that that would put me more as at an advantage because they won't know that I am Black? And yes, unfortunately, this was my mindset, filling out scholarships and stuff back then, because there, there are a lot of opportunities out there, but with being a Black woman, a lot of them I know I will not get because I am Black. So yeah, that's basically how I felt about that. So I had advantages far as having it there, you know, having it there, having the resources. But as far as like, will I win the scholarship or will they consider me? I felt like who I am would be a huge disadvantage. So did you end up putting your Black African-American? In the beginning, to be honest, I did put prefer not to say, but as the time went on, I was like, you know what? I can't hide doing this. You know, I have to be true with myself 100% from who I am to my mindset to my attitude. So after that, I just put that I am in which I am Black and African American. What a lot of people don't know is that when I decided to go to IIT, I already knew that I wouldn't see a lot of Black women there. And there were people who like encouraged me to go elsewhere, but I just felt like I had a calling here for IIT. Because this is how I feel. I feel like as a Black woman, I shouldn't, no, I shouldn't have to limit my college choices due to who I am. And therefore, you know, I, I encouraged myself, I gave myself confidence. I said, you know what, you can do it. You can be here. And I decided to come to IIT. And surprisingly, you know, I didn't keep that confidence for long. And I got something called imposter syndrome. And I thought I would never get imposter syndrome because my senior year of high school, I remember watching a video and I remember telling myself, oh, I'm not going to get imposter syndrome because I have the confidence, you know, I deserve to be there just like anybody else. I'm going to work hard. But when you're actually on the campus, it, it kicks in hard. And the thing is, I didn't know it was kicking in. And I found out it was kicking in actually in my physics class because I think we had about 70 students in my physics class. And I think there were about a total of four Black girls in my class out of 70 people. And every day when I got in that class, I had to tell myself, you, you can understand this. 
you took AP physics in high school and you survived that, you can survive this. And really that is a form of imposter syndrome when you have to constantly remind yourself that you are worthy enough to sit in the class. But like I said earlier, at the time, I didn't realize that that was imposter syndrome. I thought I was, you know, as they say, just hyping myself up every morning, but actually that was imposter syndrome in the skies. So yeah, that's part of, that's one part of my first experience with IIT. When I would go to my classes, I would either be the only black woman there, or if I saw other black people, it's like, I, I kind of felt like I was forced to go up to them and try to make, you know, friendship with other black people, because I felt like the other students in the class would ignore me and they wouldn't talk to me. Just like I said in my Meet the Exec Board paragraph, I felt the pressure that some of them were expecting me to say, oh, I'm in the wrong class, or, you know, to drop the class in like a week or so, because I was the only Black woman. And I did feel the pressure. And, you know, it's hard to just sit there and tell yourself you can do it when you're the only one. You know, everyone else has their groups, they, ha they have their friends, they have their cultures, and you're just sitting there by yourself. And it's, you know, and it's horrible because this is supposed to be your first college experience. And, you know, my college experience is supposed to be when I wake up and I forget to write an essay or I'm running and I spill some tea on my computer or something, you know. But my first year college experience was thinking about if my professor is prejudiced or if the professor says, let's get in a group, will people, you know, want to be in the group with me because I'm a Black woman? Or if I need help, where can I get help? Will the teacher assistant help me like they help everybody else? And, you know, that wasn't supposed to be my first year experience here at IIT. Do you think that those feelings and thoughts were just created by yourself, or is it based on other people's reactions? Honestly, I think it's a little of both because I'm I'm not going to sit here and say that I wasn't intimidated in the beginning because I was, you know, in a class of 70 people and it's only five black girls, you're gonna start, you know, having some negative thoughts. But at the same time, I feel like, you know, the professor could have came up to me and checked in on me you know, other people could have came in and checked in on me and they never did. It was like everybody was for themselves. And, you know, over the course of the semester, I saw people start to form their friendships and start to form their groups. And, you know, I would try to intertwine myself into that, but I felt like I never, you know, fit in with any of the groups. And it was, you know, it was a daily struggle because, you know, when class was over, you would see everybody, you know, you would see everybody go with their groups, everybody go to their study groups and stuff. And I did have my small group, but we were all on different schedules. And so I was basically by myself and I basically spent majority of my time by myself near the commons in that little seating area just alone. And, you know, I would, I would try really try to make friends at the school but I it's like the energy wouldn't match you know 
like I would feel like okay I'm trying to make friends with this person but I don't think they want to be friends with me because of who I am and it shouldn't be it shouldn't be that hard to make friends at the school and I did I did put forth the effort to make friends I told myself I would rather spend my time solving this problem than just sitting by myself and because of that, I did end up joining the Black Student Union as well to try to find my own culture and my own community on the IIT campus. And I am thankful for that because it has helped me deal with, <clears throat> I'm sorry, my, I'm not crying. My throat is just getting dry. It's okay. <clears throat> you want to get some water? <laughs> yeah, let me get some water, hold on. Yeah, but like I was saying, I am thankful for the Black Student Union because it was like a safe space for me right after class because I had physics and then right after that, I had the Black Student Union. So I would go there and we would spend about five to 10 minutes talking about if we had any problems or any concerns or you know anything good to share. It was like a relaxation time for me to remind myself that I do belong at this school and I do have you know, my own people here to support me. Were you able to find your community as well on IT? Uh, to an extent, I was able, I joined Nesby and that was really like a huge moment of, of my first year because I, I met so many other African-Americans and Black people who were on campus. I feel like previous to that, I hadn't really found a community. I feel like on IIT, a lot of the communities are based on your race, and it's kind of difficult as a Black person because we are one of the, um, we're not as prevalent on campus. The Black population isn't as prevalent. So I think it was kind of difficult finding my own community. But when I found Nesby, it was like I found an entire new network of all the Black people, and then I found BSU and um, African Student Organization, and it kind of took off from there with my community. I feel like with the Black Student Union, we're here, we're present, we're doing things, but we're not getting as much recognition as we should. And I actually talked to the president about that too, because when I first came on campus for Welcome Week, and you know, outside of the McCormick Center, they had all the tables with the organizations and stuff. And I told him, I said, I didn't see the Black Student Union out there. And I wanted to know why. And I know part of it could be like, you know, last minute changes and stuff like that. But I was like, okay, why are all these other organizations like out in the open? You can see them and stuff. And it's kind of like the Black Student Union is hidden. You know, like why, why is it so hard to find the Black Student Union here? But it's so easy to find all, it's so easy to find the, the sororities and all that other organizations. But with the Black Student Union, like I literally had to hunt for them. I, I feel like that shouldn't be. I, I truly don't know the reason behind it, but I feel like it, sh it shouldn't have been that hard for me to find the Black Student Union. Like I, what I did, I got on my computer and I typed in on Google, Black Student Union at IIT. I found them, but I had to look for contact information and I emailed the president, I said, can I join? And I feel like for me to have to do all of that, it shouldn't be that hard. There aren't a lot of Black female engineers, I feel like, in on campus and in the world. It's very small. I think it was a big thing, too, just being a woman in engineering on this campus with, I think, 
they're 20%, this camp is 20 to 30% female and then 70%, 80% male. So it's, it's kind of um, shocking to like see it physically because I read about it. I read about the demographics whenever I was looking into the school, but then to be and like witness it, it's like, wow, you do feel that difference. And so I, I do wish that there were more people who look like me on campus and in the world. And I agree. And I also feel like another reason it was hard to find a Black Student Union is because there are not a lot of Black students on the campus, you know? And that's another thing because we do need more Black people on the campus to spread these organizations. How does it feel like being a woman uh, and especially uh, a Black woman studying engineering in a very male-dominant environment of IIT? It can feel very daunting and lonely at times because you feel like the other and sometimes you question yourself like am I in the right place but then I do have my community of people and the like upperclassmen that I've that I found who like helped me and you know they've been through it they know what I'm feeling what I'm experiencing and they're there for me so it it helps to have that but yes sometimes it does feel like you question yourself and you and you look look around and you're like what am I doing here you know especially when times get challenging like with COVID and everything and you're like everything's going everything feels so precarious you're just like what is going on but I think I'm I think I made the right decision. I know I made the right decision coming here. That's one thing um my friend Marilyn and I talk about. We got into this school just like everyone else. Anytime we feel some doubt in ourselves, it's like or anytime I know anytime I feel doubt in myself and I talk to her about it, she's like, you know, we got into the school just like the next person. You belong here just as much as the, anyone else. Even though you might not look, you know, physically you might not look like you belong here, you do. And, and that just kind of helps me reaffirm myself like you're doing the right thing don't get down on yourself just because times are a little hard sometimes I don't think just because of the race that means that I can't mingle and and intertwine with other people but at the same time it is a little disheartening to know that fact that there aren't and not see I think it's it's more like not seeing people who look like me but then Again, I can always like push myself to to intermingle and intertwine with other people and not let that something like that inhibit me. I'm fighting for better representation of black people on the campus. I'm to be I'm literally fighting just so black people can be comfortable on the IIT campus because I don't want to speak for everybody, but I feel that we are not comfortable here with the way IIT is. Like literally when I would walk on campus, I would probably see like maybe one or two black people a day. And, and this would be like walking by, like when everything, like when it was lunchtime, just say if class is going on, like you're not gonna see that many black people. So yes, I'm fighting for representation. I'm fighting for us to be comfortable. I'm fighting for us to just have a normal college experience. Like it's 2020, Black people, Black college students should not be fighting this hard just to feel comfortable at a college. Like it's already a struggle 
the co college process itself is already a struggle. And on top of that, we have to fight just to be who we are. And it shouldn't be that way. Like I should not have to walk in a class, take five minutes to calm myself down so I can focus and pass the class. I shouldn't have to come home and feel stressed out because I have no one to text real quick because I have a question. You know, most people would say, text your professor. But let's be honest, majority of the people, if you have a question about a homework assignment, you're gonna text your friend, right? You're gonna text your friend. You're not gonna email the professor. You're just gonna, oh, do you have the answer to this? Or, oh, do you, can you call me real quick? Do you know how to answer this problem? And me, you know, if it was with my physics class, you know, I barely knew anybody because, you know, the class is so big. You try to talk to somebody, they'll, you know, talk to you. So not to be rude, but that would be the last time you would hear from that person. Then I come home, I'm like, okay, who can I talk to about this? Do you think your race or blackness gives you advantage or disadvantage in your education or career? I think it will always give me an advantage. I feel like I have more to bring because of my background and being black. It's more than just the color, my genetic makeup. I think it's like the experiences and the culture that I've been afforded that, that make me have that extra, that edge as a black woman. I'd say with my career working that work-study job last semester, I was able to network that through NSBE. And, and a lot of the children who, who were part of the program were African-American children. So I feel like I was able to relate more to them and like understand their struggle more as an African-American woman. And I was able to kind of, um, I feel like when they, when they saw me, they could, they saw themselves like that could be me. I could be a, over at IIT in, in, in a, some years. And, and be a biomedical engineering major. Like if, you know, if she can do it, then I can do it because she's just like me in that way. What do you think about the initiatives IT is taking regarding equity and inclusion? I can honestly say that they are starting to take baby steps, which is good, but I'm kind of disappointed because it shouldn't have taken this long. You know, because I had a friend and he just graduated and he told me about his experience from when he was a freshman. If you compare his experience to my experience, it's literally the same. And that tells me that from four years ago to now, I actually haven't tried to change anything about the conflicts and struggles of Black students here at IIT. So I'm kind of disappointed on that part, but I am happy that they are starting to awaken people, especially people with privileges, on how it should be done on the college campus. And hopefully with, you know, change at Illinois Tech, with Unite, with all the other organizations, the Student Government Association, hopefully we can continue to work together to make this a reality. You know, we have started and now it is crucial, more crucial than ever that we finish this. I just know that um, last semester, President Cram came to um, an organization meeting for NSBE, this program we were having, 
for um we were we invited a few of the historically black sorority and fraternities to come and speak with with some nesby students and other students and he came and i thought that was really um monumental for us as nesby members to see like him come and support us in that way and to speak and encourage us to keep doing what we were doing i thought that was super amazing yeah we have the attention of the president now we have support and i feel like all we can do now is run with it and make it happen to what extent do you feel systemic racism against you i feel like it's something that you experience as you get older and like you're you're faced with like something like when you lose that innocence about you and you have to like you grow up and you realize like how many things are really coming against you and like you realize reality like for instance just recently I was looking to get a car for myself or even before that when I came to IIT I had a little deficit that I needed some extra money more for like $1,500 I think and I thought oh I'll just go to a bank and get some money it was literally the hardest experience of my life getting that small amount of money my mom my dad and my grandmother the three closest people within my circle were all denied for a simple loan. And it just begged me to ask, like, why? Why is this happening? Then I looked into it some more, did some research over um, opportunities, economic opportunities for Black people. And I realized that a lot of what happens is we're not getting the same opportunities because of the inequality with wealth. And it just really upset me because I felt like it was the first time I really felt the systemic racism, like it was something that I couldn't even quite put my finger on but it was there and it was holding me back and it really hurt and then looking for a car the same thing it's like I after that after that experience it traumatized me to the point where I said I'm gonna build my credit up so this is never an issue I had nice credit I thought that it wouldn't be an issue and it still was an issue and it was just a, it was like a demoralizing process you know to feel like you're being worked against and it's, you're not even given, being given a chance. And that's what I think is most frustrating about system, systemic racism. You want to say it's systemic racism, but then again, you don't know. But then again, it's like, it doesn't make sense. It's like, why is this so hard for me? What is going on here? Everything is lining up. Why is it an issue? Why can't my parents who have had jobs for 20 plus years get a simple $1,500 loan? That's not okay. That doesn't make sense. My grandmother, who's been retired for, I think, 10 years, He's had a nice pension, at nice everything. Why can't she get a simple loan? It just didn't make sense. And it's like, they have all these, not even all these reasons. It's just, it just, you're just left asking why and questioning everything. And it's just not a good feeling to have. We as Black people, it's because of slavery, we should have some kind of grant given to us, like for so we have funds or at least for like school and things like that like it blew my mind because I thought what if I like finally my I had some family members who were able to come together and give me the money that I needed but I was like what if no one was was able to help me like I would just be left out of school and that's not fair to me I think we should have some kind of like maybe student lending or grants for African-American students whose ancestors were um, victims of slavery. That's what I think when I think of reparations, that's what I think about, like things like that. I don't think of like just an extra check in my account. I think of like more academic economic opportunities and social opportunities for Black people because something like that, that's ridiculous, you know?
Um, so I do have a question on your thoughts about the Black Lives Matter movement and the protests that are occurring. Mm -hmm. Okay, so with the Black Lives Matter movement, as a Black woman, I feel it in my soul that the Black Lives Matter movement is necessary because the Black Lives Matter movement is me. It, me. it represents my life, it represents the people before me, and it represents the people after me. It is not only my support, but the support of Black people everywhere, like Black people all over the world. And I support Black Lives Matter 100%. I live it. And I want to see it make change in this world for Black people. Personally, I don't know how much they're really helping in the Black community. These marches and protests, it feels like nothing is going on really to change. No matter how much we scream and yell, things are still getting worse and worse each day, it feels like. But yeah, I just feel, um, feel uh, a little saddened and it hurts. I have seen a lot of people complaining on Facebook about the protest, about how it's gone out of focus. You know, we started with the focus, it was for George Floyd, and then it turned into looting and rioting. And that's been going on for a while. And here's my stance on this. My people have been oppressed for 400 plus years. We've lost our history. We lost focus of who we are. We lost knowledge of our ancestors. And we are now trying to regain that knowledge, regain that strength. And to see every other week or probably even more often than that, that a black person is getting killed by the police is sickening to me. And the fact that it keeps happening is sickening to me. And so I feel and I know that the looting and the riots and protests are a result of my people getting tired. And that's what it is. We are getting tired because the system will not change its ways. The system is made for my people to fail. And I know that. From the food stamps to the Section 8 to the way the communities are, it's made for us to fail. We are tired, and that's all it is. We, we are tired and we want justice. It's not that hard. If somebody kills somebody, they should be charged no matter what. If somebody acts out against their training, and the thing about that is we don't even know if these policemen are getting the proper training. Like they could just walk, they could be just walking in, getting a badge, getting a certificate and just going out. We don't know anything. And I feel like it's wrong for people to say that, to start complaining about all the riots and the looting. And they complain about it more than what's happening to Black people because they're focusing their energy on the wrong things. And that's basically how I feel about it. Something, it, something has to change now. That's how I feel. Do you have any advice for incoming Black students? Okay, advice that I would give to the Black freshmen coming to the IIT is to make it, make it your mission to find your people first because you're going to need that support system. I'm not saying that all because you find Black people, you know, you have it made and everything, but try to find your people so you can have a relation. You're going to get imposter syndrome. 
but it's your job to know how to fight it. Come here and try to make a difference. Come here with confidence. Come here knowing that you can achieve whatever you want to achieve. And please open the door for those coming after you. And that you deserve to be here like anyone else. And you will succeed no matter what, no matter how hard it is, no matter how many nights you stay up and cry because you wanna transfer, you can do it. You shouldn't have to go through this. And that's why I am fighting now so that those who hear my message will hopefully have it easier than I. I just tell them, just like Marilyn told me, you know, you've gotten here just like everyone else. No one's above you. And um, I would also say constantly feed yourself positive affirmations and be your own support system. But then also like go out and look for other people. And then don't let the fact that because there aren't so many other people who look like you, don't let that inhibit you from like trying to intertwine yourself with other groups of people and delve into like other groups. Build your support group and reaffirm yourself and rem- always remember like you're here just like everyone else got here you deserve to be here don't ever like think to yourself like do i belong here the answer is always going to be yes i would like to thank both marilyn and Haley for sharing their stories We hope that you learned something after this episode. Feel free to stalk us on our social media to learn more about our events and projects. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can find us by simply looking up Unite. Join our email list for more updates by shooting an email to unite at iit.edu. Have a good day or night, and see you next time.